This. Uh, now, some more of your comments. First of all, on drugs, criminals in Dublin's inner city and other areas of drug activity like Drogheda are also suppliers to the end users in South County Dublin, middle class parties and so on. It's not the fault of users only in uh, these poorer areas. On genetics, if we prove beyond doubt that it was all in our genes, what would the practical solution be? Politically, could someone say that lot are bad and there's no fixing them? So let's get rid of them. Well, the Nazis, of course, did exactly that. Um, Are the genes you pass on changeable in any way? My husband is terribly forgetful and messy, and I don't want him passing on that to my kids. Can I feed him something to stop? <laughs> I'm not recommending poison. <laughs> it might be the only the only solution there, Claire. No, you are stuck with your lovable husband and his traits, which may be learned uh, or inherited by your children, or they may react against it. The kids are smokers often do not smoke. Uh, once again, of course, we have a scientist who does not believe that it's almighty God who makes us unique from Donal in Cork. Uh, does the violence gene go all the way back to when we came down from the trees and started to form borders, according to uh, Mike, a question for Mike. Now, um, Pete the Vet is here and he wants to talk about aggressive cats. Now, is uh, can a cat be uh, aggressive by nature or does he become aggressive by situation? Well, I think it's complicated. Um, to start with, cats are predators. So no. they, they have a degree of aggression as part of what they do. That's how they hunt, is they pounce on things and kill them. And that's what they do um, in nature, if you like. So um, a lot of the aggression in pet cats, when they show it, is related to that kind of instinct. For example, I've got a cat who will, if I'm wearing a dressing gown and I'm and the, the, the end of the dressing gown cord is trailing, the cat will pounce on it and will very quickly then move on to my foot if my foot if she sees my foot moving beneath the, mm-hmm. the dressing gown. So she, that's definitely a prey-based um, aggression. And if you're barefoot, that's sore. Absolutely. And <laughs> cats aren't, you can't expect them to know that. They're just, in their mind, they're playing a game and they're, it's a prey-based game. So that's one type. Also, cats are very quick to show aggression if they get fearful or anxious. And, and people often make the big mistake of trying to punish a cat that's being aggressive to them. And that's not a good thing to do at all, because if the cat's doing that because they're already frightened, if you just go and shout at them or, or try and hit them or something, they're just going to get even mm. worse. And aggression is a last resort for a cat. They only do it when they're desperate in that sort of situation. Yeah. And aggression is shown by uh, baring the teeth and hissing and yes. the hair standing up. Well, uh, and obviously, and scratching and biting. But I, I think um, one of the most important ways people can actually avoid cat aggression is to recognise it in the early stages before it gets to that level of heightened arousal, if you like. So the best thing generally would be to, to, to look out for, for the early signs that would include sort of body postures, like flattening down, the ears going back a little bit, um, the tail twitching a bit. In fact, one of the things that one of the most common types of aggression that people might see is they might be petting their cat and the cat's quite happy to be petted. Mm. Then after a while, if you watch them from a distance, you'll see the cats, as they pet the cat, the cat's ears go down, their eyes narrow, their body gets tense, tail twitches. And at that point, people should just back off and leave their cat but most people don't recognize that they don't realize the cat's getting a bit anxious and aroused and they should then leave the cat alone if they don't leave the cat alone the cat will just go on and bite now cat rolls over exposes the tummy Mm. do you tickle it that's another absolute classic and you've been petting your cat it does this you think ah she wants her tummy tickled she does not she's just lying there in that way because she feels like relaxed but if you put your hand there and try to pet her tummy she's going to 
she's going to not like that, and she's going to close her, her claws around your hand, grab you, and try and bite you. That's what cats do. Okay, so look out for the signs and mm. leave your cat alone. By the way, the old wives' tale that cats always gravitate to those who don't like cats. Is that true? Do you know what? There is truth in that, and I'll tell you why. Because if a cat comes into a room and you like cats, chances are you look at the cat and they'll get this perception that you're staring at them and they'll avoid you because they'll feel you're a bit dominant. Whereas if you avert your eyes and look in the other direction and perhaps huddle down a bit, as you might do if you don't like cats at all, then they see you as being a little bit submissive and a bit more approachable and they're more likely to come up to you. So what you should do if you don't like cats is you should... Stare them down. Stare them down, exactly. Mm. That's what um, to do. Cats on cats then, aggression. I mean, mm. the term cat fight is there because mm. we've all heard them if, if we've not seen them. Yes, they're... Cats tend to be very territorial, even when they're neutered. And that means they don't like other cats in their space. And this can happen most typically out in the back garden. And people often hear caterwauls at night time with cats seeing each other off. Um, but also even within the same household, you'll get cats with their own spaces in the house. And they'll you'll see them mm. sort of eyeing each other up and, and maybe giving a bit of a, a yowl at each other. Uh, um, I think the thing to stress really is that physical aggression is a last resort. Cats don't like doing yeah. that. It means that they're in a bit of trouble and they've got the potential to lose. So they're much more likely to to, to give all the warning signs that they're not particularly happy. And so, now the term cat fight is often applied to females, but I p- suspect that in the in nature the male is more oh, aggressive. For, for sure. Um, unneutered males most aggressive by a long way, most territorial. In fact, if you neuter a male cat, you reduce their cat fighting by 80%. So that's a big impact, all right? All right, Mm. well, beware. And um, if they start showing any signs of aggression, just back off, even though, you know, they appear to be enjoying life. Yes, and be aware that, like, most cats aren't aggressive at all. Um, We've bred domestic cats to be pets, and so they generally are very gentle. Now, some of the questions coming in. I gave my six-month-old spaniel pup a worming tablet last night. Can I apply spot-on for fleas and ticks this morning, or do I need to wait a while from Elaine in Mayo? Well, Elaine, I guess it depends a little bit on exactly what you've used. And I'd always be saying to you, make sure you talk to your vet about those products and make sure there's no contraindication. In general, it's okay to do that. With most uh, most of the products that I would use, they, they can actually be given at the same, same time. time. Although you could argue that maybe they should be given 24 hours apart in case there is some sort of unusual reaction so that you know so what you it know is. So you know which one is yeah. giving you the bad reaction. Yeah. Um, can Peter advise what to do if I see an injured bird? There's a magpie in my estate that looks distressed. I've tried to catch it. I think it hurts its wing. If I do manage to catch it, what to do next? That's from Leah. Well, Leah, there's a great website, irishwildlifematters.ie. And if you go there, it'll actually take you through flowcharts, which advise you precisely on what to do if you find any injured wildlife. Um, It's a really good website with lots of great practical information. So that's what you should do. Um, Is it possible to train a cat? My cat constantly sits on the kitchen counter. We have an open plan area downstairs, so he does spend a lot of time with family downstairs. But my heart is broken taking the cat off the counter and, yes, even out of the sink. Any advice would be appreciated from Anne. You absolutely can train cats. And what you need there is a device called a SCAT. And that's S-S-S-C-A-T. And what it is, is it's like an aerosol can with a special top that goes on top of it that's got a motion detector built into it. So you place this in the place where you want to keep the cat away from. And it's got, um, what happens is if the cat does jump up, this can goes and it squirts a jet of air. 
and it sounds like a hiss. And cats don't like being hissed at. So if your cat jumps up onto the surface into the range of the motion detector, it will get a little squirt at it. It'll jump down again. And that's far. If you if you try and stop the cat yourself, you'll never be consistent enough to get them every time. This works when you're out of the room. So it really works very very well indeed. A final one. I'm getting a rescue dog today. She is very nervous. Any tips to help her settle in? Um, you should think about getting an adaptive collar, which is a, a pheromone-impregnated collar that makes cat, uh, makes dogs feel a little bit more chilled out. So that's something that's worth getting. Until used to the new environment. Yes, but generally generally dogs are nervous for the first few days. It's a case of giving them enough space and giving them time and they do settle down very quickly. Alright, Pete, thank you very much. Pete thank you. The vet, Pete Wedderburn, um, with us every week, unusually on a Friday, but... Uh, it's normally uh, a Thursday. Normally a Thursday. Pete, thank you very much.